Welcome everyone to another Slab Stocks Monday YouTube live show. My name is Aaron, one of your hosts here at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. We talk all things sports cars, different things in the market. And today specifically, we are talking about the grading update uh, throughout the industry, specifically with PSA and SGC. Uh, I got Nate here with me. Nate, welcome. Hola. Back in the house again. And thank you everyone for coming to today's show. This is different because last night we actually had a Sunday night live stream for the first time ever as we were covering the pwcc baseball monthly auction which was great i thought it went extremely well um i was really excited about the mike try one last night i'll show more about that right now but uh very excited for today's episode because there's been some recent things floating around on instagram about what nat turner has been some been saying about psa reopening we'll dig into that some more later but we've got some other things to cover in today's stream as well but first off like always just want to say welcome nick Foles says let's go and welcome to the chat also packers pitched a shutout yesterday so hey russell wilson was bad <laughs> very There's bad. no denying that you break your middle finger on your hand and you probably can't apply the appropriate amount of pressure to a football to have good throws i get <laughs> it um but he was really bad and the packers defense went back-to-back weeks and this is against the chiefs Offense that scored a bunch of points yesterday against the Raiders. Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns. Um, but uh, 13 points against the Chiefs, zero points against the Seahawks. And this is still without Zadarius Smith and Jar Alexander, arguably our two best defensive players. Not to mention there's more injuries now in the defense, too. <laughs> Rashawn Gary. Oh, yeah. Rashawn Gary. He might not be out, though. Well, Whitney Merciless, although he just joined, but I heard yeah. he got hurt too. Yeah, he, uh, he hurt his bicep. Yep. All right, but let's jump into today's episode. So last night was the PWCC Monthly Baseball Auction. Two cards that we came away with, specifically me, actually, as both these are going to my personal collection. Uh, Mike Trout, 2018 Bowman's Best, 98 Performers, Gold Refractor, number 50, BGS 9.5, True Gem Plus. Very excited about that one. Uh, extremely excited because I am going to fulfill that one and get it in, in hand because I love gold refractors. I can't not see that thing in hand. And then the Christian Yelich and Kesson here, a dual on-card auto, dual jersey, number 35, PSA 9 with the 10 autograph. Uh, $58 when, to even just to grade it, it's 150 right now. Like, I will take that all day, every day. Yeah. Especially as a Brewers game. fan. Great, uh, very excited. Uh, Tech, what's up, man? How we doing? Will, good to see you. Creed, good to see you as oh. well. Speaking of tech, tech, I saw your thing yesterday, and then we got wrapped up in the live stream. I didn't say uh, I saw that you sent cards my way, so thank you. Um, obviously, they're not here yet. He just sent them out yesterday, but I do appreciate it. I didn't get to say that yesterday. I felt bad. Look at that, Nate, uh, receiving a free gift here from tech. I guess what I got to do, get my free gift. <laughs> Become an Arsenal fan? Nah, that is true. Oh, I forgot. They were Arsenal cards. That's right. Um, and then... Just a little recap for those of you that couldn't make last night's live stream covering the monthly auction for the baseball cards, which ended last night, pwccmarketplace.com. Tonight is actually basketball that's closing. I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But 2018 tops update gold one soda number dot 2018 PSA 10 ended at $3,200. Uh, that is $300 over the last comp on eBay, which happened a month ago. So very strong sale there. 2019 Bowman Chrome Sapphire Edition Juan Franco PSA 10. That is his first Sapphire card that's been made the same year that he had his first Bowman Chrome. Not in the same picture, but it is from the same year. That's actually from the draft set. That one, so for 440 on eBay, they're selling between like 290 and 305. So 
that was quite the overpay, as we would say it. But on the flip side, there's a lot of traffic coming to the auction now for sure. Uh, we saw a lot of different cards selling for a lot of strong prices. And then on the far right, I picked this one up because Nate was potentially going to be in the mix for this one. But it's a 2019 Prism Gold Vinyl CJ Abrams Rookie Auto, number out of five, BGS 9.5. Now, I think Nate has voiced his displeasure for non-licensed product many times in the past from Panini. Many, many, sure. many, many, many times. But he's sat here. What? Once or twice at least. But, but. But, Nate. C.J. Abrams is a premium prospect. This is low numbered. Gold vinyl obviously is really sought after. C.J. Abrams is a premium prospect. It's graded already. I, 250 is just so, so stinking cheap. If I had that money, I'd have, I'd have snapped that up in an instant. That feels way too low. And I know it's prism, but considering all the other factors, 250 seems like an absolute steal on this card. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to think about it, you know, top hockey prospect is the best thing I can think of because you're not really going to run too much like basketball non-licensed right now or Mm -hmm. even football for hockey, let's just say, because I know Panini does have a license for hockey to make some cards. Would I spend 250 on one of the best cards from a Panini release of one of the top hockey players, but wouldn't even be 250 because hockey is on a lower peg than baseball? Yeah, I probably would. It'd probably be like 150 bucks, and I'd buy it because <laughs> I bet you it'd look sweet, although non-licensed and all. But, hey, think about this. Does it make a difference for you, Nate, when it's like a college or a high school jersey versus an actual MLB jersey? Um, That is that is a thing where if it was an MLB jersey and it's – I mean, it's gold vinyl, right? It's gold vinyl. It's, it's graded. It's autographed by C.J. Abrams. So even if it was a – professional quote-unquote jersey i still think i'd buy it for the 250 price point but the fact that it's college i feel like in this instance should boost the card a little bit oh i agree i Um, totally agree not in like if you have the rights to the you know teams and stuff so basketball but in baseball um i feel like it should be you know that's a legit team right there cj abrams and so one of those things, I think it should be a little bit of a premium. But, you know, it's also one of those things where this is this specific card is one of the very few times that I would actually ever think about buying a non-licensed product. And if I'm only willing to cave a handful of times tops, you know, there's going to be a lot of other guys that would just never cave at all and just wouldn't buy this just because it's Prism. And therefore, you know, if that's if it's going to be like that, there might not ever be a market for anything. I hey, I I do agree with you. And also, uh, everyone in the chat today, welcome once again. If you're just joining, uh, feel free to drop comments throughout tonight's live stream. We love highlighting the uh, audience's comments, just adding in on the topics we're talking about too, or any other topics you all want to discuss. So if you have any thoughts on the $250 CJ Abrams Prism Gold Vinyl Rookie Auto, let us know if that is something that you'd be interested in buying at that value. Of course, it sold last night, so you can't buy it anymore. But just interesting. Wet Sox said not going live tonight for the basketball session. We are not going live tonight for the basketball session because uh, we do do a Monday night live like this every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. But I will say if you are looking to buy basketball cards, there are over 4,000 ending tonight on PWCC's monthly auction. I just posted a link uh, to get on to PWCC's monthly auction for tonight's basketball listings. And there's over 4,000, like I said, and I was looking earlier, and there's a ton of sweet basketball cards. Like, 
I am for sure. I don't know if I'm going to buy anything tonight because I'm saving up for Wednesday night for soccer when we are going live on here. Um, but there's some really, really good inserts and really good rare cards in tonight's basketball auction. So if you are looking, click that link, go and register to bid and play some bids uh, before 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Central time, 10 p.m. Eastern time, because you have to place your qualifying bids before extended bidding starts. So definitely get on that ASAP if you are looking to buy some sweet basketball cards tonight. Go ahead, Nate. I placed two bids today. I placed a couple of bids today too. No. Nope. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I don't have, you know, if if they're cheap enough, I'll 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 jump on them. But if they go hundred plus dollars, I'll probably just say ah, another time. <laughs> yeah, there's one but, I really there's one I really want and I'm really hoping to get for a deal because it's pretty cheap right now, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, what's um, up, Michael Brown, Jordan, Michael, good to see y'all, Leland, and Creed. I already said hi to Creed. And then Bazooka Tom, welcome. And Global. Tonight. Oh, and Global. How did I miss that? Global and Sports Ricardo. What's up, oh Ricardo? Oh, my gosh. I'm blowing it, Ricardo. How are we doing? Um, hey, uh, Will says, uh, Nate, how are you playing the MLB impending lockout? I don't know if you're paying attention to this, Aaron, but they are headed for a um, a re-up of the uh, of their uh, – why can't I think of the word? Uh, somebody's going to have to help me because my brain's pulling apart here. But I'm the CBA, for... Collective Bargaining Agreement. Thank you, CBA. Uh, I'm thinking of waiting first wave of bad news in early December and then start buying. So I don't know if you saw this, Aaron, but two rumors that keep swirling around that I've seen a number of times now. One, they want to set free agency at 29 and a half years old. So is that way later? If you call up a guy at the age of 27, you get him for two and a half years. If you call up a guy at the age of 20, you get him for nine and a half years. Does that make any sense? Well, no, because if you call the guy up at 20, he'd be gone by the age of 26, 27. Yeah. So you're 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 not helping him. So it should be a combination of the two. If you haven't called up or if a guy doesn't have six years by the age of 30, maybe he gets some, you know, just goes to free agency and gets the sign because, you know, that stinks for him. Um, though maybe it should be like 28 and a half. So you get to age 29 because at age 30, it's not really a lot of guys start training down at that time. Um, and then, you know, if a guy gets called up at 20, he shouldn't have to play for nine years on that team. So it should be a combination of like the six years of the five, or maybe even drop it down to five years and a certain age where if a guy gets called up at 27, he plays through his age 28 season with that team. And then is a free agent, even if it's only two years, I could agree to that. I think they could agree to that. So that was interesting. And then, um, secondly, they're trying to get rid of arbitration per se and tie players earnings to, Fangraphs win above replacement. Really? Yes. Wait, and that's let me tell Fangraphs. you. While that is cool for Fangraphs, one of those things where if you are tying your value to Fangraphs win above replacement, what you stops Fangraphs from on adjusting their win above replacement thing? I just talked way over you. I don't know what you said. I said if you're going to, if you are going to. Um, if you are going to tie it to Fangraphs win above replacement, Fangraphs war, what stops Fangraphs, you know, can they never change their win above replacement calculations, which they do from time to time? Um, you know, do they change it? And all of a sudden certain guys become super, super valuable when they weren't valuable the year before. You know, it seems like a very, I like, I like the idea for Fangraphs to get the notoriety, but it's a very like far-fetched, yeah. almost impossible idea to do. 
Yeah, I was going to say, if you're basing the value off of Fangraphs, win above, wins above replacement, so you might be Nate on a dinging corners episode. <laughs> and 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 Jonathan Lucroy would have been the highest paid player for one of those years in like 2014. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, any comments you want to pull up or can I move on? Uh, you can move on. So, yes, last night, November 14th, we covered the baseball show live. And then on the 17th here, we are covering, it's going to be soccer, miscellaneous, and non-sports. So we will be doing soccer, Star Wars, probably some Marvel cards, maybe look at some comic books. Uh, but definitely the main focus will be on soccer that night. And then here is the little preview that I posted today. Uh, just a little thing, uh, YouTube thumbnail. Wednesday night, 8.45 p.m., central time 9 45 p.m eastern time is when we will be live here on youtube the same place same uh, time as i just said bidding on the soccer cards i will live be bidding i'm very excited for that night i am hoping to chase a bunch of different cards and i should be very active bidding last night i bid on a few things uh with baseball but definitely i mean soccer is my arena i'm super excited for that all right here's the first discussion point so we're gonna do a little market talk here for let's say Ooh. Five minutes max, Nate. Before. Aaron, one, one second, one second. Before we begin, I didn't see this comment by Sharpshooter. I recently bought an Optic Super Factor 1 of 1 of Nate Pearson, 200 bucks. I love the card. Anything scarce is good, Nate. And uh, I'm not the only one. If you see something really scarce, number to 1, number to 5, number to 10, even if it's uh, not, you know, a top card, some value in it. Uh, so I like guy. that. Fun fact, the first one-of-one one Super Fractor slash Gold Vinyl, because it wasn't really a Super Fractor, that I ever pulled was a Jac- Jacoby Jones 2018 Optic Baseball Auto. One-of-one. One. Sold for like 80 bucks, I think. Jacoby <laughs> um, Jones. What's crazy is you got a good deal because you would not be able to sell that for 80 bucks right now. Correct. So before heading into the grading update, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the market drop over the last year, specifically about this Luka Doncic Prism Green PSA 10. But it really goes further than just this card. This was just the example I pulled up. And Roberto says, I'll be actively sniping Aaron's bids on Wednesday. Uh, plan is to not show any of my bids until extended bidding starts. So you have to guess and figure out which ones I'm going to bid on. But honestly, not too hard if you follow me on at Slapsox. You probably know exactly what I want. Um, Luka Doncic, 2018 Prism Green PSA 10 rookie, dropped 52% in the last year. Is a $3,001 card on 11-12-2020. Recently, this card sold for $1,450. On eBay, that is quite the substantial drop. We post this to Instagram, ask people their thoughts, and if there is a path to this card. And cards like this, non-numbered PSA 10 Prism slash, you could even go as far as like you know Optic Select cards, to regain that value. And I saw a really, really, really good post from Sports Car Investments, I think it's called, that kind of talked about this just in a more in-depth way. Um, there's a cycle to how people collect cards and how people buy cards and how people trade cards. When every when the market exploded and we saw this insane growth in terms of users in cards or buyers, whatever you want to call it, uh, everyone was jumping in and buying the same stuff. Prices shot up ridiculous amounts because everyone's buying the same stuff. Once that user base plateaued, which happened, I'd say, six, seven, eight months ago, uh, it started to plateau. That's when you start to see people learn about more cards. Learn about different cards to collect. Learn about which cards are rare. Learn about which card collectors like. Learn about which cards they like themselves to collect. And I venture to say that after a year of collecting or more, people start to 
and I, I'm not even venturing to say, I'm going to say it just based off, off of this post alone with the 52% drop, people start to find other stuff to buy. I uh, find other stuff that that they think that collectors would like more in the future, that they like more themselves. And it's not the high population, even though this Prism Green PSA 10 is far lower population than a Prism based PSA 10. It still suffered the same fate. Uh, people, it, it's interesting. And I know a lot of people will probably say that like, oh, well, you all like are part of the lead on this where like a lot of people like to follow the social media accounts and hear what they say and then go and do that. You know, I think for a long time, Nate and I have been talking about serial numbered cards rare cards cards you can't find all the time that's the reason why i bought the mike trout gold out 50 bgs 95 last night compared the compared to the J- jason dominguez bowman chrome base sgc 10 gold label because when your card's number not 50 there's only 50 there now sure that is a sgc gold label 10 which is an awesome card pop one but there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of those base cards i'd rather have the uh the trout bowman's best gold out 50 for the rarity alone i think a lot of people are falling into that same thing now as they learn about new cards, new trends, new things to collect and see how other people are collecting and trading. Uh, Nate, would you agree with that? Yeah. Like, I can't, Nate, I can't imagine this is anything to do with Luka Doncic as a player, as a prospect, as a as a MVP candidate, as anything like that. Wow. There is a common theme between um, Luka and uh, Trey and James Harden and... Uh... All those guys. And it's that their points are down per game. Their free throws attempted are down per game. Also, their field goal percentages are down per game for like all of them across the board. So it might have a little bit to do with Luca. That's fair. But That's a lot fair. of it has to do with the new rules, which, you know, you could have predicted because you watch you watch those guys play last year and there's new rules specifically there to hamper uh, free points from guys like Luca and Trey yeah. and James Harden. It's gonna. And happen. I suppose I'll also flip this on on the head here. Uh, not about the basketball talk, but if you're a viewer right now, would you physically buy this card at one thousand four hundred fifty dollars after it dropped from three thousand dollars from last year? There's a ton of people in the comment section that said I would totally buy this card right now for this much, and a lot of people just missed the auctions that ended this low on eBay. Um, would you buy this for $1,450? And if you would, then you do believe that it can get back up to somewhere, you know, obviously about $1,450, unless you just want the card and don't care how much it's worth. But I can't see someone really paying $1,450 for this card if that's what they want to do. Probably find like a card that's like $100 of Luca and don't care how much it's worth. Um, all right, here we are on, into the grain discussion. So this all is going to start today. Uh, with the announcement that we did launch last week on Tuesday, our new partnership with SGC Grading. Uh, if you followed our page over the last, I'd say, year, you have seen a wave of different content based around SGC. Uh, starting with as early as, um, I mean, even two years ago, we sent out our first submission. Two and a half years ago, we sent out our first submission to SGC. And then, you know, market kind of settled in and then market exploded and then PSA exploded and then SGC got overrun and the SGC raised the prices and then they dropped the prices. And along that way, um, I was a skeptic at first about the uh, SGC's grading and not necessarily their grading. I should walk that back. I was not skeptic about SGC's grading. I was a skeptic about their just the model on, on raising the prices when PSA announced their suspension back in March. Now, fairly quickly after that, SGC lowered the prices, 
They lower their turnaround times. They really increase their communication throughout social media, um, specifically from their president, Peter. Um, did a lot of really good videos covering what they're doing at SGC, um, how hard they're working to try to turn cards around fast for people, making sure it's good quality grades, good quality pricing. And then along the way, Nate and I kind of did more research on it and started to watch the secondary market. And when watching the secondary market on it, this is all before we decided to start to cover the cards and their sale values. I think there was a good five months where I probably didn't post a single thing about SGC sale values. And then basically three months ago, probably started to because I really did see a shift on how SGC was operating their business and how they were really catering to new customers or to customers that want to grade cards that don't have hundreds of dollars to send to PSA or BGS, which it would make no sense to send to BGS really, unless you're just going to try to crack and regrade a card. I actually did that um, because I thought they graded easier. And on top of that, um, we did test ourselves after we did the live stream two months ago, which is why this is called grading update. We did like a live stream over two months ago, breaking down for cards in the 50, you know, to hundred dollar range, modern cards. Is it viable to grade those anywhere right now? And we did find for this specific example, the 2020 Prism Lamella ball base rookie that it was viable to send it to SGC and really not anywhere else. And just doing further research and covering different sales values and seeing how people are actually sending thousands of dollars worth the cards, like single cards to them, we started to really see a shift in the demand uh, for the slabs. And once you start grading with someone, you are much more likely to start buying their slabs too in the secondary market. And that's how it's happened because more and more and more, more and more people started to send cards to SGC to get graded over the last eight months after they lower the prices and increase their, or lower their turnaround times and prices at the same time, which is amazing. And they started to go up in value when people would sell them on the secondary market. So now their demand's growing even more. I saw this as a great partnership. I only get into partnerships that I believe in. Um, I do not make partnerships that I don't believe in. Only make partnerships that I do, which I do believe in uh, SGC a lot and what they're doing. I'm a huge fan, huge, huge fan of it. And we even sent in that test submission that we then posted the YouTube video on that I'm sure many of you saw when we got back our cards. And Nate and I sent in a couple cards each. But more importantly, I think, and I don't mean to say this as like a money thing, but like this does matter in terms of the market. Uh, there's just our announcement post. We both sent in a card. Now mine isn't shown there. My Mason Mount Color Blast is shown there, which is in my collection still. But we both sent in a card that at the time we sent it, what Nate? We'd say that they're probably worth around fifteen hundred to two thousand uh, dollars. Yours might not have even been worth that much. It's hard. It's hard to say. I th I think I was getting offers of like. 900 close to a thousand for it raw yeah and i think my verts was worth around 15 to 2000 when i sent my orange in when we got them back we both sold them for around four thousand dollars each and that's in an sgc slab now i know nate's isn't one of one right like would they care if it's an sgc psa bgs probably, probably not. not okay so like that that's fair but for mine at least i grade it with grade it with sgc soccer card high end and it got a buyer very quickly, um, which was very telling to me to show that, hey, people are selling, you know, spending big money on SGC slabs. So I love that Mason Mount Color Blast. I have it still in my collection. Breaking news. Jonathan India named Rookie of the Year. Oh, cool. Um, sell this stuff. I mean, yeah, I got to imagine that now would be a good time to sell this stuff right off. If you can get it posted tonight and maybe get a decent 
buy it now best offer out there for somebody to overreact on. Sure. Otherwise, um, I don't know if this announcement will carry much hype in the coming days for you to like put up an auction. So, uh, Roberto said F1 was a huge part of the shift. I'm assuming he's talking about um, SGC. Yeah, shift to SGC. We actually are covering that um, right here. So, oh, hey, uh, one second before we begin. Sam Moulter is a doubter. He says SGC slabs devalue your cards. So, Sam, just hang with us and just look at some of the data we provide and tell us at the end if you still think SGC slabs cause your value of your card to go down good thoughts Nate. yep and like i said in the post that we announced on instagram you know we we believe very strongly in sgc and what they're doing and they're what they're doing to progress their company forward the grading landscape forward and making card grading accessible to everyone which i love you know at slab stocks our motto our mission is to make sports cards accessible to everyone and sgc is making grading available at, to everyone they're doing that by managing the amount of cards that come in and go out each day uh, it should also be pointed out, people are buying undervalued SGC cards, slabs to resub to PSA for profit. It should be pointed out that SGC is not trying to take over PSA. And also, there are certain cards that you just wouldn't send to SGC. You know, you'd rather hold on to them and send them to PSA. It's just the fact of life. Um, and, you know, SGC knows that. We know that. You guys know that. And... Uh, yeah, if you are sending in a $10,000 card to SGC, somebody is going to buy it, crack it out, and sub it off to PSA. But there's plenty of cards where you would not spend $150 to get it graded. Now, that price was going to come down at some point. But you wouldn't spend $150 to get it graded. You spend $30, and you can make a profit. You spend $150, you can't make anything. I was going to reiterate, Nate said, um, I think... I'd be intrigued, Nate, to think about the $10,000 card crack and resub. I think there's a lot of cards out there that why would people take the risk if it's a good, well-graded card to send it in to PSA given their inconsistency? I'll just say I've seen very inconsistent grading from them recently through grading 40,000-plus cards a day, hiring so many new people so fast. It is inconsistent. I don't know if, if people would argue with me on that. I mean, I'm sure I'll get some people argue with me on that. But it just is inconsistent. And when we sent in a small test, albeit, you know, it was 10 cards, it literally, literally came back as I thought, the SGC sub. There was nothing in there that was, wow, this was way overgraded or wow, this was way undergraded. And I know that it's not for everyone, but what I saw, I really liked it. Sent off another submission already. Um, a few more cards this time. And um, on top of that, I want to point out that, yes, in the Instagram post too, I made it clear, you know, PSA is still the biggest brand. Their slabs still command the most money if it's a PSA 10 versus SGC 10. But we do need to understand is that when you are looking at card grading, understand that so much of the value in grading cards comes off of how much are you able to make when you actually grade the card. <laughs> doesn't really matter what the final dollar is if you're the one that's grading it, right? It's true. And I think we're going to talk a lot about that today too. Um, and, quick, uh, quick, quick thing before, before we go any farther. Leland's asked this a couple times, so I figured I'd answer it for him. Nate, what do you think of Starlin Aguilar from Seattle? Um, he he comps him to Devers, and uh, MLB Pipeline comps him to Devers. Um, one of those things where he's a, a decent hitting tool, should get some power, but a unathletic third baseman, 
And that just kind of worries me. And not not tall, unathletic third baseman that they seem to think is going to add weight. Um, if you are in Boston or somewhere like that, and you're Raphael, and you know you play up to your potential like Raphael Devers has, his prices still aren't that great. You move all the way over to Seattle. Um, that's the even worse outcome for you from a, like a people wanting you standpoint. So it's like it, it's a little bit probably too risky for me. Oh, let me add in here on the whole SGC PSA thing. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to convince anyone that SGC's slab should be worth more than PSA, specifically comparing PSA 10s, SGC 10s. Um, all I'm saying is that it's a very viable option. It's a very, very viable option. And on top of that, um, I think I lost exactly the thought I was trying to say. But either way, I guess we should move on. And uh, we'll talk more about this as we go. But, oh, oh no, I remember. At the time of the post I made on Instagram, which was about, you know, a week ago tomorrow at the time, 26.5 days, business days was the turnaround time. Um, If you think about how much, and it's for $30 grading, keep in mind. How much, how many days, Nate, would $30 get you with PSA when we were sending cards in before? Yeah, how long ago? I guess I'll tell you this. There was a sub that just recently came back, I think. That was sent out in February and is returned any day now in November for $30. And I sent, we sent out a sub last, a bulk sub last December for $17. And we're nearing December and I'm still pretty sure we're not going to get it until like April. Yep. And I'll, and I'll talk more about that too in a little bit. But before that, we've got a brief intermission here. Actually, funny enough, at the 29, four, 29 minute and 40 second mark. Uh, today on Instagram, I posted our 3,000th. Instagram posts, 3,000 Instagram posts over three plus years. Um, that is a lot of time that went into all of those. And it was specifically just a little fun thing comparing these $3,000 investments um, just to tie together the 3,000 numbers. But all I wanted to say was if you do follow us on Instagram at Slabstocks, thank you so much. We appreciate it like crazy. Um, you know, there would be no Slabstocks without all of you commenting and engaging on our Instagram posts because that is how we started and that is the main driver um of, of really all the card discussions we have i love coming to these youtube live streams on monday to kind of wrap it all together and give our personal thoughts on it all too but i just want to give a really great thank you to everyone for engaging and uh sticking with us and supporting us it really does mean a lot to myself and i'm sure nate too it does i can't believe we're at three thousand posts <laughs> it's crazy that's crazy nate which one of these will you pick for three grand oh come on the acuna and I know you're about to say it. <laughs> Even though you don't like the blue? Even though I don't like the blue. And I'm worried about his uh, injury history. I'd still take the Acuna because that's what I understand the best. Well, I really like the retro PMG of MJ. Even though it's in a UMC jersey, you cannot duplicate a PMG. Also, it's crazy that that Kaboom Brady PSA 8 sold for three grand, And like the first five comments on Instagram was Brady Kaboom. That's from 2021 Absolute Nate. Isn't that crazy? It's PSA 8. That is wild. <laughs> All right. Brief intermission. Uh, part two. Up on slapstocks.com slash shop. I do have these breaks listed for this week. I do apologize that I was late on posting. I posted these things last night. It's kind of a crazy weekend. Back and forth going to Badger game. Coming home from Eau Claire. Packer game yesterday. But I got the breaks up finally. Slapstocks.com slash shop. Tomorrow is the soccer breaks. 
We do have 2019 Sapphire in stock for the first time in a few, in at least over a month now. Um, we've done 40 boxes of these in the past, pulled the FOT team one of one rookie. Super excited to have that back in stock. So if you head over to slabstocks.com slash shop, you can uh, get in on the breaks for tomorrow with soccer. And then Thursday, Nate will be having an abbreviated live stream this week. Two breaks available for Nate right now, two basketball breaks. One is an Obsidian random card break. There's seven cards in a 2020 Obsidian box, uh, and there's seven spots available. Uh, each spot gets one random card for $65. Who knows, hitting a Anthony Edwards patch autograph would be insane. Huh, that, that'd be super fun. And then we have a two random team break for two 2020 Prism Retail NBA boxes and two Revolution hobby boxes from this year, 2020 uh, NBA. So check that out, slabsocks.com slash shop. Also have some packs available of Merlin Chrome. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. We've opened a lot of boxes of those, but we still have a few left. So we'll be happy to open some more of those tomorrow at slabsocks.com slash shop on the Slabstocks soccer break streams at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, now we are into the PSA grading talk because there was a card talk podcast. Our guys over at card talk, uh, Tyler Ryan and Lou, they had Nat Turner, the C- CEO of PSA on their episode. I think it was about a week and a half ago or so. And I gave it a listen. I watched some of the, uh, the Instagram reels that they put up and that was not for a full box. Sam, that's for a random team, but I still do agree. That is a pretty good price. Um, if, if you're, if you're talking about that, but as for PSA, Two main points that I saw came out of this, and uh, conveniently enough, Card Talk did post Instagram reels on their on their page about both of those. But I did actually listen to the, to the most of the episode today. Um, the first is future of AI grading. Nat made it very clear that they are planning implementing technology. You know, they bought Genement was that eight months ago now, uh, but specifically for the use of detecting counterfeits and for detecting centering. So. Centering is a positive, right? Like using computers to, using computers to, to detect centering is cool. Um, and then also he made it very clear too that the human element is very, very, very important to grading cards. So it did not sound like to me that the future for PSA is 100% automation. You stick a card in a scanner, it tells you the grade. It did not sound like that to me at all. Who knows if they make different decisions and go in a different direction in the future, but that is not what I got out of that segment at all. So just want to let people know that. And then the next thing, and also Sam is right, Sapphire is super hot and kind of hard to find. Uh, yes, this is, pretty, is getting pretty hard to find. Early Holland rookie cards and Ansu Fati rookie cards in the same set. Of course, my guy Mason Mount. Uh, and then the first Sapphire soccer set in general, which is really good. And then the next... Uh, thing which is actually the most debatable, I suppose, uh, topic from this podcast. And I do want people to throw their thoughts in the chat on this one. PSA's future price point for grading. So right now, as we all know, services are suspended. Right now, all you can send in on is $150 for Express, $300 for Super Express. Walkthrough is like 600 bucks, And of course, they've got like $1,000 grading for some insane stuff after that. But the point here is that in this segment, Nat Turner said that they want to get back to the days of $10 grading. And they weren't even at $10 grading as of pre-suspension. They were at like $15 to $17 or $20 grading, I believe. I think it was up to $20 um, going through their website. And when they ended up announcing that they were going to be suspended, they received 600,000 cards in one day. One day. 
They were receiving over 100,000 cards a day for months. And that backlog, I remember reading, went over 10 million. So now, yeah, they have been suspended since what, March? Anything lower than 150? But when I'm sitting here right now and I hear you want to go back to $10 grading, uh, that's all great to say. And anyone can say they want to go and lower the price as cheap as possible. How in the world would they ever go to $10 grading without making it a three-year turnaround time or something? (laughs) Like we just saw what happened when it was like $17 grading and it's already over a year about. Yeah. You saw what happened when people, you know, when we hit the national and people were excited to bring their cards, walk up PSA, and then they had to close after the first day because two dudes brought up like a couple thousand cards each at $200. Two hundred fifty dollars a card. It's like you move to ten dollar grading, and every single solitary Lamelo Ball, Donruss, and Hoops, and Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton, and um, draft picks, Joe Burrow is going to get sent in. And then you won't see any of your cards back for two years. Yeah, or more. And, and speaking of which, there's a lot of cards. It's been it's been what a year now, or so, maybe less than a year. I guess we sent in December, and I was looking to send in again in maybe March. Was it March? When that we got, sent... got oh yeah, yeah. so sorry. Let me let me, let me uh, clarify. So we did send in a bulk submission. Nate sent in a bunch of baseball. I sent in a lot of Pokemon. We physically it got dropped off at PSA in December first, twenty twenty, and it didn't get entered in as received at PSA until March like 3rd or 4th. That's over three months. And we dropped ours off in December. Think about the 600,000 card day that came in March. Yeah. When are those cards going to be back? Yeah. If we already waited a year and we sent them in December and the demand only went up in the start of 2021 when prices exploded in even more cards? Yep. Hey, two years? <laughs> so, So like if they haven't got back ours... And people also haven't been able to send in um, the cards they normally would have sent in in the last eight months, nine months, because of uh, you know the lack of being able to do it if they didn't want to send it to an SGC or an HGA or a CSG or something like that. It's going to be a bloodbath when they open back up. And and what are you going to do? I mean, you have so many, so many cards. I just want my cards. I don't actually really want my cards back because there's a good number of Gavin Luxes and Kyle... And uh, uh, Kyle Lewis is in there that uh, PSA 10s. If I get PSA 10s on all of them, I'm still losing like seven bucks a card, which is brutal. Yeah. Um, But uh, maybe maybe focus on getting like under a year. Right. Before and- you release $10 price points. Okay, so now let's let's make this clear. Global Sports Card Investor makes a good point. The $10 service will only be available for people grading cards for their set registry, right? Nate and I said, how would you ever build a set ever again through PSA if you can, you know, you're not going to send all those base cards that are worthless at $50 a card, even if it drops to $50. Um, yeah, $10 is, is clearly like super, super cheap. But even, I'm even talking like $20 to $30 at this point. If you think about, I know people personally who have sat and waited for the last eight months now to grade a single card. They've sent no cards to SGC or anywhere else that you want to send cards to. Waited all this time. The moment that they open up even $50 grading, even $50 grading, it's going to blow up. And if you think about it, if you didn't wait those eight months to 
grade with PSA, and you actually sent them to SGC instead, and you turned even if it was 25, 30, 35% ROI in these slabs, like multiple, 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 multiple times over, sometimes 100% ROI depending on the card, you know? That seems like a way better option to me. Yeah. Um, and and I see a lot of... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Nate. Uh, I was just, Jim says, the problem is everyone's sending in crap players to get graded. I don't know how you change that. And the problem is you you can't change it. The only way that changes is if people just don't value it. And so you get your, you know, your Donruss base cards and people just don't pay over a dollar for a, a PSA 10. If everyone banded together and said, we're not just not going to buy those, then nobody would send them in. But until that happens, people are going to send in their cards. So I, I did take some notes here on, on the, uh, on the PSA uh, sorry, the PSA podcast. Oh, my mind was going blank there for a second. Jim just said they need to open up new offices. So they announced that they have new offices in New Jersey, which I thought they already did have an office there. So I don't know if it's new, but they also plan on opening international offices, which is actually a big deal. I mean, if they can start to grade overseas, that'd be a big deal. Um, and then the only other really note that I didn't already speak on was that I think that they're imaging every card before and after now too, which takes time, of course. I don't know. I thought I heard before and after, but I've never seen. Maybe there's holding a database of cards before, uh, the images from before. Uh, yeah, and then this Ooh. is what a lot of people are commenting. One second, one second. Before we get into that, I know I'm I know I'm pausing you every like two seconds here. No, that's okay. But I don't know what this is about. That was before all the bad media, THGA. What what what's the bad media? They're grading uh cards that were faked, like fake MJ uh retro PMGs, fake Kobe inserts, I think. Um, and I just don't think that they kind of in over their head type of deal. You know, like not like SGC has been grading cards for 20 plus years, PSA for 20 plus years or whatever it's been, you know, 25, who knows what it is now. Um, you know, not enough tightness on the counterfeit knowledge. And I think there's some pretty fake cards that slip through into some HGA slabs. Oh, and Sam confirmed that for me if that's what it was, but that's why I saw, I don't know if there's anything else that, that we might missed. Uh, okay, moving on to the next point. And a lot of people were commenting about what Nat said like yesterday, which is really what drove a lot of this discussion. So someone commented on an Instagram post. This one was posted by Adam, our guy Heroes for Sale. I have no, I think this was on like a Star Wars pack post or something. Will the website get update about the backlog? Sorry, update about thin sleeves or stickers doesn't really tickle my fancy. I'm not really, oh, I see. Something might have been announced about packs or stickers that, that uh get put in the sleeves first but it sounds like nat turner said that regular opens in two weeks so i think a lot of people are going nuts over this and i think that a lot of people should be pumping the brakes and i don't mean to be mr debbie downer and i know that we just said oh we launched partnership with sgc and everything but keep in mind i literally have a card sitting at psa right now we are not here to tell you that you should not send cards you know to psa that are viably sendable to psa for currently the 150 dollars thing you know like i sent a drew bellingham gold refractor merlin autograph number not 50 there i also sent off 40 cards to sgc and only sent one to psa so you kind of see where, where that sits but it says regular opens in two weeks i'm thinking regular is 100 bucks and i think bazooka tom literally just said that 100 dollars a card while it's different than 150 dollars a card and yeah it opens up like a little you know maybe a tier just below the ones that are getting great at 150 in no way is that a game changer in no way does that give people the opportunity to grade all the cards that they've sitting in their boxes waiting to be graded. A few, sure. All of them, no. And I don't even know, think that. Nate, does that do anything for you knowing that hundred dollar grains coming back at PSA? No, 
Uh, well, yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe if I was sitting here with a couple thousand dollars and I knew I could buy a when Bowman draft comes out, I could buy a top Bowman draft card of um, Joe blow. Right. And yeah, then, but... and then grade it for $50 cheaper. And I don't care if I get back in two months because the season doesn't start in two months, then sure. That would, that would affect it. You save 50 bucks, but otherwise. But also really... the people are spending that two grand of already probably been grading at 150 a card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't think it does that much. And also I'm not trying to like poo poo on like, you know, Oh, everyone's like, Oh, hurrah. Regulars opening. I just don't want people to get their expectations up too high. Um, if it comes on, it's like 30 to 50 bucks. That will be impressive. And that will be definitely newsworthy. Um, do I think it's going to happen? No, I, I can't see them coming out with something that low after their recent price drop to 150 for express. We'll see. We'll see what it is. I mean, Michael Brown, that card ended at the Gavin Lux Gold ended at seven fifty last night. The Gold Auto nine five. <laughs> Nick says I need a Joe Blow RPF twenty five. <laughs> it's just um, the the RPA is white powder. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Hopefully, kids don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bazooka Tom says, I've maybe five to 10 cards I consider $100 for two months, but not much more than that. Um, I mean, you're still talking three times the price of SGC or more for definitely over double the turnaround time. I'd say, I mean, we don't really know right now. But uh, yeah, Sam says, if if it comes to $30 to $50 to PSA, it'll be a fiasco. They have to shut down again. And um, I have to agree, man. I mean, I know I'm not... I want people to know, listening to this, in no way is any of this like anything against Nat Turner or anything against PSA. It's really not at all. And I have nothing wrong with Nat Turner at all. I have nothing wrong with PSA at all. I send cards to get created there. Um, it's just keep in mind what happened when they opened up at or when they had cheap grading and how long the backlog got. I guess the last thing I want is people to get overzealous about sending in a ton of cards when they reopen just to know that there's 99 you know 100 of you know, 99 of 100 other people out there in the market that are doing something similar. And when that happens, you won't see your cards for a long time unless you're paying up to get them graded at quick turnaround times. That's all I have to say about that though. Um what I want to know and they'll never tell you. But what I want to know is how many people did they work have working on like the you know, $600 walkthroughs every day. And how many people do they have working on the $150 level and the $100 level? And who's the random guy that gets stuck with all of the bulk orders that haven't been back? I'm pretty sure it's got to be one guy working on those for the entire organization. Um, well, I'll tell you I, would just, I would just like to know the amount of, like, it'd be just nice to know the amount of people that work. Cause I got to imagine that if you're working on bulk, you're probably working on bulk and you're just working through bulk constantly. And if you're working on the $150 level, you're working on the $150 level and you're just working on it constantly. And maybe I'm wrong. But I guess that's how I'd run it, just so people get know what they're doing and get used to it. I'm just so curious as to how they how they make that work. And it'd be nice to know. So then you'd be like, oh, you know, they have X amount of people working on this. I can expect that if if they did this quick, you know. If I send my cards at a hundred and they only have six people working on hundred dollar level, but 
And I, I will add in that uh, when I sent off submissions early on after the shutdown at PSA at the 300 hour level, and I was stretching on cards that had to get tens to make profit. It was a bad idea. I sent in cards and ooh, a Rosarena named American League Rookie of the Year. Funny, that's like came after his huge World Series that he had like two years ago. After two big playoff appearances. Yeah. Um, okay, back to this thing. Um, I I got destroyed on a $300 grading submission on cards that I did not think were even close to eights. Literally, I would not have sent them in. Would not have. I got destroyed. I think that they had a lot of inconsistency of grading really early on in their new hires, in their new implementation of uh, whatever other service levels they were doing, you know? And and um, we're going to walk through some examples here now of different cards that we think it's viable to send to SGC to get graded and whatnot. But uh, I, I'm i just confident in, I guess, the grading card landscape in general as of right now. And it's good to say that because I think, obviously, like seven months ago, all of us would say, this is really difficult. And I don't think that there's any confidence in the grading card landscape. But I just want to back it up quick. How good do these slabs look in the SGC holders? With, and these are images that they scan. They scan these cards and upload them to your portal after they grade them. All of the cards that they grade, they've done it for now two years plus. Looks good. I agree. I, I, agree. I I'm a little bit biased, but I think the gold really pops. <laughs> I think the color blast really pops. The contrast, but I think both of them are really good. You know, the color versus the black. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um. All right. First example here, Roberto brought up earlier F1. We made a post yesterday on Instagram, and here is Max Verstappen's refractor, his portrait pose, 480 raw on October 27th. Recently, after the other race yesterday and stuff in the sprint, it went up a little bit more. It seemed like one raw one for like 650, which might have been an outlier, not really sure. But then uh, Lewis Hamilton went for 835 auction, 1000 buy. And now for his refractor, the 95 of each of theirs, 765 on Max, 1500 on Lewis. The raw here that would have went on auction October 27th was 480. This was 765 for the 9.5. Great for $30. You're definitely making profit there. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, 9.5, 1500. Great for $30. Definitely making profit there. Big profit. Actually, that's just a 9.5. Those aren't even the 10s. That's good money. That's good money for a uh, 9.5 SGC. And then you flip to one more slide. PSA 9, 575 on the Verstappen compared to. 765 and someone had to pay $150 at least to get that card graded recently. And then the Lewis's are about 1300 for his refractor PSA nine when that's SGC nine, five is 1500. Of course there is a potential. You can get an SGC nine and I don't have a sale for that one. So yes, there is a chance that you could end up lower than 1500 here, but you still have a ton of cushion given that this was 835 and 1000 and you're only paying $30 to grade it. And then on top of that, if you do get a 10, you know, you're talking what 2500 here yeah it's not going to be the same as psa but the downside is so significantly less at the worst if you know your card's a nine nine five or a ten you just don't know what but you know at worst it's a nine you spend thirty dollars and you sell it for a thirty dollar loss exactly and then on i mean you grade these with psa and the lewis hamilton you're making marginal profit after fees if any and the Verstappen, you're losing money in this scenario or just breaking even, losing money, really. Next one, Nate, you can go on this one. Uh, one second. Kirby International says, you guys ship to Ontario, Canada. Yes. And how fast can you ship out? Very fast. Very fast. Yeah, slabsucks.com slash shop, Kirby, to get in on the breaks for this week. 
ship very fast. Nate, it's you. It's all you. Oh, oh, this is me. This is me. Um, so we got a little Zach Veen here, and this Zach Veen on the right side. I know it's a little bit confusing because some of these things were a little bit too big for other things on this page, but <laughs> the Zach Veen on the right side of the page sold last night via PWCC SGC ten for one hundred forty bucks. You'll notice that um, November eleventh, a lot of two Zach Veen. Sapphires is the last base Sapphires I could find. Sold for $64. So let's say $32.50 per, $32 per uh, card. Um, you send it for $30 bucks and you're making really good money. You're making, uh, what, $80? Bucks? Now, on the same hand, you get the card for $32 and you send it for $150. You are making you know significantly more, but the risk is also you're spending a, a long time, and B, $150 to grade the card to make, what is that, uh, $130 bucks instead of 80 Yeah, but what happens if you get a 9 Yeah. So $50, you might profit $50 more, but the risk is huge, 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 whereas you could send it to SGC for $30, and if it doesn't work out, you're out 30 bucks. You send it to PSA, it doesn't work out, you're out $150, um, which... For me, the difference, the $120 difference there doesn't make up for the $50 difference you could profit. And you mean we have, it does make up? It, you'd rather send to SGC. I think you might have said that backwards. Correct. You'd rather not take on the risk of losing $120 or whatever. Uh, Gabriel it was. says, My grandma thinks you're cute, Nate. And I have a question um, <laughs> Is your grandmother blind? So that is that is the question i'm pretty sure my wife is blind and uh apparently i've met a second blind lady so there we oh go gabriel God. uh let us know let us know that's too funny <laughs> um but we got we got a little lou bob action here and so um it, and it's i again forgive me for my ridiculous collage of images here but you've got a psa 9 for 39 dollars You've got an SGC 9.5 for $34. Um, if you're buying the card raw, $27, obviously you're toast either way, but you're way less toast. And you could get an SGC 9. I get that. Um, I don't know how much lower the SGC 9 would be than the SGC 9.5, considering raw is $27. It can't go much lower than raw, right? You would think. Um, so you're toast no matter what, but you'd be way more toast if you sent a PSA. Whereas with, uh, over here, PSA 10, you know, $130, $85 there. One of those instances where you just can't send a PSA no matter what. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think the, ma the biggest point here is it's just not viable. Like there's yeah. just no option, but there is an opportunity to make money. You buy the card for 27, you grade it for 30. You're into it for 57 shipping and stuff um, here or there. You still make, you know, 85 bucks. You, you tack on, you could, you tack on shipping up to 65 bucks. You're still making 20. And also you would definitely do your best to throw that Luis Robert in with like a bulk or, or a submission. We're sending in multiple cards. So you're not taking on like all of that shipping out to SGC, taking it back. It's like, you got to ship great multiple cards at one time. Um, also, uh, Midwest Ripper says Luis Robert is way undervalued. Bye bye bye. And I'm going to echo that and say Luis Robert is way undervalued. Bye bye bye. <laughs> I agree. 
That was a stamp of approval from uh, Subsex Night Dating Corners. <laughs> Gabriel says, yeah, she's losing her vision and going partly insane as well. I don't blame uh, you for saying that. <laughs> and also, Jim, uh, I think Nate would also agree with this. Eli Jimenez is the most underrated and undervalued. I also agree with that. I guess I just like my White Sox players. Oh, I don't know why. The Gangsta Gamer, absolutely. Can we ask questions in here? For sure, man. Throw it in. So here's another uh, post, and this is an SGC and PSA sale report based on an Anthony Edwards silver wait, SGC wait, 10 wait, wait. compared to PSA 10 silver. Who is getting taxed 22%? Oh, I guess the ne- the tax next year with the, with how taxes are starting next year for $600. Yeah, I suppose you have to clear a lot more. I suppose maybe we should work that into our calculations. Would not be a bad idea. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Or everyone can just work in it after we don't work in <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'll, let me just point this out, though. This is the SGC 10 versus PSA 10, uh, Anthony Edwards Silver. This was posted like a week or two weeks ago. Um, so the, the sale prices might be a little bit off. But SGT, SGC, 10 sold, SGC 10 sold for 225 PSA 10 sold for 400 Grading cost for SGC 10, $30 a profit, ends up at 160 after the $35 raw. Now it's not including any fees, just to make it clear. Uh, and then the PSA 10 ends up at $215 in profit versus SGC 10, which is 160 But now the one that I didn't add in here, the graphic, I forgot to click to the next slide and drop it in there, is when you get a 9.5 versus a PSA 9. And this is where it's beneficial for the grading with SGC. Uh, why can't I find this post? This should be like the one. Oh, there it is. Uh if you were to send it in and the SGC 9.5 comes back, you would profit $40. While if you get a PSA 9, you're losing $65. So this is literally the type of thing where like it's just not viable unless you like know and are so confident that PSA is going to give it a 10. That you just sh- like you just it's so hard to send it in, especially with the profit potential with SGC, because there actually is profit potential and low uh risk potential. Here you go, Nate. This is all you. Oh, and then I just thought this one was a fun one because you can see there, September 19th, 2021, SGC 10, 156 bucks, And now $695. Now, I do question, I very much question if this is one of those cards that is not actually rising in price because Bitcoin is rising in price and it's just rising in price because some mix, some, some cooking group is uh, stirring up stirring up fake interest on these cards to get them higher i could definitely see that happening with this card but i thought it was interesting because you know the psa 10 there in november 2nd sold for 888 dollars the sgc 10 on november 15th sold 695 which um isn't that big of a drop after the hundred you know 120 dollar difference there it's still just a 50 dollar difference in uh earnings um Nate, I did hear that these things were kind of moving uh, congruent to Bitcoin moving up in price. I just saw some story posts about it over the last, excuse me, a month or so. So you think it's accurate? Yeah, I do think I it's was accurate. just being a little bit of a negative Nelly. I do, yeah. I think you were. <laughs> uh, the Gangsta Gamer says, my grandpa just gave me a binder full of old cards. I saw some early 2000s and 90s, Jordans and Pippins and a lot of other players. Will be worth getting greater or just leave them in the binder? Uh, honestly, the Gangsta Gamer... It all depends on what cards they are. 
if they're rare Jordans uh, or like 96 tops Chrome Jordans or, or anything like that or rare Pippins, yeah, definitely worth taking on the binder getting graded. If they're just a random assortment of overproduced base cards, which most likely is the case, not saying it's always the case. You know, Nate stumbled into some really old cool cards like a satchel page 53 recently. I've stumbled into different cards through friends like Gretzky rookies and Montana rookies, but normally the case is that they are overproduced, but there's not always the case. So maybe if you do have some cool stuff like the beam teams, uh, don't give them to gym for $40, but grade those yourself. Uh, Cause those are some cool cards. All right. Let's answer TK, the gangster gamer uh, questions. Cause he asked if he could ask them. So uh... that's literally what I just did. Oh, you did. <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention. Literally. What I just did. Uh, well, I was responding to Sam on a text because he texted me. So I was like half trying to listen. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, he that's caught exactly me. what I just did. He I talked to, him about, talked to him about his grandpa's cards and he goes, well, let's answer the gangster game his cards or question here. <laughs> I cared so much I wanted to answer it twice. You wish you could say that with a straight face. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess Nate Nate want to highlight some Bitcoin, and uh, we are up on our full hour here now. Uh, I does say some question in the live chat, but generally what we do is just take him throughout it. And uh, Nate, it looks like that Will wants to give Eloy a lesson how to reach for a ball over the fence. Yeah, please, Eloy. If you're going to reach for a ball over a fence, at least make sure it's in a game that counts. You know, that was in spring training that he tore his pec because he jumped over a fence for a ball he couldn't get to anyways. That's the worst part about it. Um, the Gangsta Gamer, if you want to email info at slabsocks.com and send like two to three pictures of the cards that you have uh, from the binder, I can very quickly tell you, yes, worth grading. No, not worth grading. I can very quickly answer that for you. Uh, Nick Foles, Rams or Niners? Rams are going to win for sure. Oh, I mean, well, uh, uh, was it Robert Woods? Robert yeah, it was. Robert Woods down. So you get, o- you get OBJ in and you lose Robert Woods. Yep. Pretty much. Shame, All right. Shame. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Michael did say, do you think the wrestling car market could grow? I'm not a huge wrestling fan. I mean, yeah, it definitely yeah, well, it, it very well could. I know a lot of people out there care about it, but uh, I've said before, it's actually like probably one of the card segments I care the least about of any. Yeah. I, I think I could pick so many different ones. Tough to ask us, you know, some, you always get those questions where you're just like, man, I shouldn't answer that. Like if somebody asked me if I think a Brewers prospect will bounce back. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. I think a Brewers prospect is going to bounce back. I'm biased as can be. Um, and on, on the other end of the spectrum, something I know literally nothing about WWE, you know, I would never, I would never in a million years be able to answer if I thought that market could grow or not, because I just don't know anything about it. Now, I do think that UFC can grow, though. Can you discuss UFC grade cards? There's a lot of really cool UFC cards out there, a lot of fighters that have a ton of hype through social media, and there's always a big event for it, and I do think those can grow in value. And, yeah, exactly. Wrestling cards are niche, uh, Toa says, but they are awesome. And totally fair. You know, I'm not trying to say that no one should collect them or anything. Just for myself, it's like, you know, it's it's interesting, like, I think that um, everything has its spot in the market and we try to cover as much as we can, but just some stuff, I'm not even sure how we would cover it, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of where I am with wrestling cards. Ah, Jonathan's excited for tonight's PWCC auction. Yes, one more time. 
uh, for anyone that's looking to bid in tonight's PWCC auction for the basketball cards. Wow, that's quick. Do you hear that mute or did you see that mute? Um, <laughs> They're ending tonight starting at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Extended bidding starts. Hit that link. Go bid in cards tonight for PWCC's basketball auction. I'm very excited. Early NBA rookie of the year predictions. Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, Ben Simmons, Luke Garza. <laughs> Slips to Ben Simmons there thinking I wouldn't see it. I think it's going to be Luca Garza because he just got absolutely annihilated by, uh, was it Jared Allen the other day? Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Smoked. Evan Mobley has definitely been impressing. Uh, no, it's um, it's going to be, uh, oh, come on, I can't think of his name. Raptors. Raptors. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. That's who I'm hooking my wagon to. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be it for tonight. Good luck, everyone. Tonight's PWCC basketball auction. Thank you all for coming to the stream today. Don't forget to check out slabsocks.com slash shop uh, for the breaks for this week. And let me just drop the uh, I'll just drop the link in here for anyone that is interested. Tuesday, we have got the soccer breaks, Sapphire Soccer with Holland, Rookie Card, and Fatih. And then we've got Nate's basketball on Thursday. Nate, cool. thank you for coming tonight, and we'll see you all next time. See you guys.